Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back. It's TC, another edition of the Trap Draw. Uh, before we kick it off, shout out to Jeezy. Thank you so much, Mr. Jeezy. Uh, today, you know, Randy's up in Ohio, so I'm joined by two of my other colleagues, DJ Pajowski and the merch star, Neil Schuster. It's great to be back with my associates here in, uh, in Jacksonville, the great state of Florida. Great to have you in person. Yeah, this yeah, it's big. nice to be here in the studio. In studio. Yeah. So, Tron, thanks for having us. Uh, you know what, guys, it's my pleasure. Let's pour one out for Randy real yeah. quick. Yeah. We're, we miss Up in cold-ass, gray-ass Ohio. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I guess before we get started, let's, let's discuss, we're going to do things a little bit differently here on this pod uh, with what we're calling the Perfect Club. <laughs> yeah, the Perfect Club was, uh, it's an idea that's been rattling around in, uh, in the brains of, of myself and, and kind of all of us. Um, I swear to God, we came up with the name The Perfect Club before any of the Kessler stuff. That's just what it was always going to be called. And we kind of were thinking like, you know, listen, nobody loves golf more than us, <laughs> uh, but we talk about it a lot. There's a lot of other there's a lot of other fish in the sea, a lot of other things to talk about. Uh, we're also, you know, we're we're men of letters. We like to read books. We like men, to, men of goals. We like to have goals. We like to watch movies. Uh, culture, just cul- culture yeah, in general, and culture a, and, and just, eclectic bunch. Yeah, 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 I think so. And, and so Randy and I, I think, had started by kicking around this idea, like, what if we started something called the Perfect Club, which was just, you know, maybe one month you're talking about a book, maybe one month you're talking about a documentary, one one month you're talking about whatever. And uh, you know, well, then we'll hop on a podcast to, you know, to to fire it up. I don't think Randy wanted to go through the process of trying to set up like another RSS feed and like a whole separate podcast because his answer was like, well, why don't like let's just do that on the trap draw? And like, why? Because we can. So that's what I, I yeah. you know, I don't want to to steamroll this conversation, but I, I do want to point out that. If you're here to hear about golf, like there's not going to be any golf in this episode. There, there, will, there may be. Well, yeah, there'll be. I think there'll be golf adjacent. It's golf adjacent. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. golf adjacent. It is golf adjacent. Yeah. So you know, th- this will be the first of hopefully many. We'll, we'll try to do one of these once a month. It'll be one of the recurring offerings from the trap draw. And if there's something, listen, wh- one of the episodes I-, I would put on my short list of absolutely we have to do this is the Metallica documentary. I would love for yes. everyone to watch the Metallica documentary and then sit down and do a pot about it because I think it's. It's one of the greatest pieces of American art, uh, uh, certainly of the last 15 years. So that's something that, folks, you have to look forward to. Yeah. And, and so if, if other people have other ideas of things that, that they need a, an in-depth, kind of an everyman's analysis of, I think that's hopefully the goal I guess, here. Yeah, it's like a multimedia book club. Yeah, that's right? exactly what it is. It doesn't is. have to be books. Yeah. It's a lot wider than books. Yeah, it's exactly. Like, it's a multimedia culture club. Yeah, it's yeah. the culture club. Okay. It's the perfect club. It's the perfect club. Okay. So there, there you have it, folks. Uh, before we get any deeper into the perfect club, I want to give a second to mention our sponsor, Mizzen and Maine. Yeah. Uh, this is a big week for Mizzen and Maine. Yeah, they well, came so, up big this week. So Neil is down here uh, here in Jacksonville for 
We had our NLU board meeting this past weekend, and uh, just a fantastic weekend all the way good. around. Yeah. Super, <laughs> super good. productive. But uh, we, we went and got foot massages on Saturday afternoon, after you know, or Saturday evening before dinner, but after our long, like eight hour meeting. Well, we flew a little too close to the sun on the schedule. Yeah, so we we're going a lot of time basically, between massages and dinner. So Solly comes back. He's rushing around, rustling around in the closet. Pulls out a mizzen and main shirt that's balled up in the corner. No, no time to iron. It's like, what is he gonna do? And he unfurls this thing, and there's no wrinkles to speak of. You know, he's just he's gonna go. Randy's got the mizzen and main going. Tron's got the mizzen and main going. It's just and it looked great with a uh, you know NLU vest over the top of it. Exactly. I mean, you know, some of the the guys in the kill house have had textile dysfunction, and and no more. Now that now that uh, it's been alleviated, mizzen and mains come in. uh, They've solved that problem. So get involved. Get involved, folks. Get involved. Without further ado, do we, do we have a promo code? Let's kick it off. No, it's oh, just that's Randy just, cut that, that part out. Sorry. That, that's for everybody, you know. That's for everybody. yeah, inclusive. That's in, it's inclusive. Good on them. Yeah, for sure. So okay. So we want to kick things off. Let's kick things off by divulging the topic of today's perfect club. I'm ready. So so I, I figured today's you know this this advent of the perfect club would be best summed with something that's. Not necessarily related related to golf, but that people get really, really fired up about. So, taking us back a couple months, uh, I tweeted something about the Denver airport, and people, I don't think it, I don't think I've ever tweeted something that's gotten so much reaction. Well, well I'd like to interject there. When TC's at his finest is when not so much when he's flaming an individual, right? But more of a of like, like a faceless organization. <laughs> yeah, I agree. In, in the case of the Denver Airport, and, yeah. the the Illuminati, yeah, the, the Illuminati, New World Airport, and and really the the hospitality or the um, the Lack food services of. industry, yeah, um, around the Denver. So there could be some people that were offended, and no offense to them, no but, offense to anyone. Uh, yeah, and it got a lot of responses, probably like sixty yeah. comments, right? So I, I think before we really, well, so we're going to be talking really about airports in, today. Yeah, we're, we're talking about airports. Say, let's just say that we're going to be talking, talking about, about airport food, airport logistics. You know, Neil and I, we we love infrastructure. For love, sure. love it. Uh, so you know, I think before we get started on the actual topic, we need to kind of divulge. Hey, this is where we're coming at it from. Yeah. You know, DJ's a big, big United guy. For sure. Um, sorry. Neil and I grew up in. <laughs> In Atlanta, we had no choice but to be big Delta people. I think ever since we've we've kind of realized. And at this point, it's by choice. <laughs> yeah. After I, living I in San Francisco and New York, I still choose Delta. It's Stockholm syndrome. I'm a Delta we're, guy. We're pretty no, much. They're a, they're a massive company that has a process as a process based guy. Yeah. They they board the plane the same. It's it's well done across the world, and I appreciate that about them. I think we're just America last, American last, American last. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. I agree with that. So US, um, U.S. American Airlines, you know, but one other thing that I really didn't know was a thing until I moved out of Atlanta was having to connect places, like having a layover <laughs> yeah. in an airport. Not I, a lot of directs out of Jacksonville. No, no. So we're, we're hitting, we're hitting Houston. We're hitting O'Hare. We're hitting yeah, Dulles. We're, we're beating them up. We're hitting Denver. We're hitting those hard on the reg. Getting the segments though. We are getting the segments. We're piling up the segments. Well, I want to, I want to start where kind of where I'm coming from is, and I want to, cl- let me be clear. Let me be clear on this, Neil, is, uh, I am a United loyalist for sure. Uh, it was the official airline of the PJ tour for the entire time I worked there. So Let's talk about Stockholm. Syndrome. So you're, you're always, it is kind of Stockholm syndrome, honestly. And that's what I'm trying to be self-effacing about is, like I think I don't think I know. Like Delta is the best airline. 
It has the it's best domestic airline. That's, domestic you know airline. What, that's big of you to admit. No, I think that's been my stance the whole time. Is that <laughs> no? It hasn't. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, I may, well, I may have clouded my stance. That, this is a years. boomerang take. It this is a classic boomerang Tron take. boomerang take. It yeah. might be a boomerang take. But what I'm trying to say is, I think it is the best airline. But I'm also a United guy. Okay. So is that fair? Yeah. All right. Like I, all my points are with United. All my status. I grew up in Chicago. Sure. The, the you know, They're based bir- in Chicago, the birthplace of the baby back rib and yeah. the home of United Airlines. Uh, it's where the baby back rib was. <laughs> I don't know. It's from no, the, where the Mick rib. It's from the SNL, <laughs> the SNL sketch. Uh, Mick rib, sorta. Yeah. Displains Illinois. Ray Kroc, McDonald's. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so that's where that's kind of where I'm coming from. So I am a United yeah. guy, but I'm not. I'm loyal to it, kind of by. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm tied to it because of status. What would you guys say Jax is? If if there's, it's agnostic, it's very is agnostic. It? Yeah, so, so there's more there's leader, Delta. There's more horse? Delta, Diamond and Platinums that live here per capita than I think anywhere else. Just because they they rack up extra segments. Really, they yeah, rack up another two segments for another like kind of regional. But spot? there's so many people that try, like the PGA Tour people, and there's so many people that travel on the reg. Yeah, well, I think we might have to fact check that. But I I, I see the logic. I just don't know. And then, you know, it's important to note, too, Randy is not on this pod, partly because he's back home in Ohio, but partly, partly because he has bad takes. Well, and because <laughs> because he's, I think he's still recovering from what Delta did to the Cincinnati airport. True. Well, and also Frontier was threatening to charge him with a $16 surcharge if he, if he appeared on this podcast as well. Yeah, Randy's a big Frontier guy. Frontier fucking stinks. Frontier <laughs> is the worst. Yeah, no, Spirit's the worst. Yeah, but Frontier's up there. So uh, we've we've floated this out. I I reached out to a variety of different people in the golf industry and really outside of the golf industry. Shout out to Push Daddy from Iration. Um, yeah, you did kind of some reporting there. And this then thing. and then gathering yeah, sources. And then also also floated it on our re- on our message board, the Refuge. The to, refugees got to very our refugees. Fired up. Yeah. So this was, you know, pe- people have been given best practices uh, and really just just gearing up some takes. Yeah. So. Without further ado, let's. You want to just dive in? We'll, we'll yeah. kind of. Well, Tron's kind of organized an agenda here um, that that I'll kind of guide us through. I want to start with uh, this is some intel from Alan Shipnuck. Uh, this was from Shipnuck's yardage book, uh, as as Tron calls it. Uh, I think should just read just read this down. Yeah. So this is uh, Alan Shipnuck Golf dot com si. Uh, you know, certainly one of the most visible visible writers in the game. No one, you know, he, he travels. Guy gets around. Yeah. Uh, this is what he said. Favorite dishes, calamari steak sandwich at Monterey, uh, which I believe is it's kind of a home game for him. He's, yeah. he's a Monterey guy, right? Which actually is a um, a pretty good airport. I've I've flown. I've actually dropped people off there. So I, you know what? I can't even say hard to say. Yeah. Michael Greller seemed like a pretty nice later airport. on in this section. Michael Greller said he was very unimpressed with the Monterey airport. So. Okay. Well, he's, I appreciate your input. He's an alpha. I'll just step aside. Uh, Shipnuck also likes the brisket in Houston, the sushi in San Francisco. The Thai food in San Diego. The best takeaway joints with a lot of good options are Fresh Market in Denver. We'll certainly get Sorry to that. that uh, it's right next door to the Chick-fil-A. Kind of a, a Sophie's Choice there. Uh, and Dog Patch at SFO. I don't know what Dog Patch is. You know I, is? I don't either. I have some SFO takes later, but continue. Well, so he says the salad bar at Newark is excellent, which I believe you guys have a personal connection to. We do. We don't, I don't know what terminal it's, it is. It's but in our, the United sea terminal. terminal. Is like our cousin runs all of He runs that. all the food there. So... So all those fancy restaurants. Uh, yeah, there. the places I probably wouldn't eat, he's responsible for the menus there. So I think he's doing a pretty good job. But I usually fly out of like. Was he responsible for like the big bazaar that's there? That's sweet. 
in I Newark. Think so. I think he yeah. is. It's but, awesome. But I usually fly out of the. You wouldn't eat there. The, what does that mean? The, no, no, because I fly like the Delta. Oh, terminal, I see. I thought you meant like, just because you're like snooty. It's like the no. It's like the kids' table. <laughs> yeah. At Thanksgiving. I see. You know? yeah, yeah, well, yeah, in well, you're a big JFK guy. Yeah. Well, I usually fly out of yeah the New York airports. Uh, this he, is. He, he also said there's a breakfast place there in Newark with a chia pudding that is so ridiculously good. He's reverse engineered it and now makes it at home. Wow. Kind of stolen valor. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> Uh, this was some of Shipnuck's worsts. Uh, worst airports for food, Chicago. I kind of... Ag- I'm assuming that's O'Hare. I assume that's O'Hare. Yeah, I I agree. I think O'Hare's just so stressful that you don't, like... Everything's so busy that you can't... Even, like, I don't know that the food's necessarily bad. Like, I think there's a couple spots, but... And Midway's not stressful? I honestly I haven't been Midway in, like... Midway, years. it takes so damn long to get through security. Yeah, you don't have just, time to do anything else. Yeah, it's on the yeah. other side of the city. It's very... It's just hard to get to. Uh, Phoenix, I agree with that. Phoenix we'll get to Phoenix. We'll get disgrace. to Orlando. Those Orlando kind of, in yeah. that order. They suck. His words, not my words. They <laughs> suck. So much fast food slop. Can't say it ever affects how I book. This was another question. was like, yeah. do these choices ever affect how you book flights? Can't say it ever affects how I book flights, but it can alter my mood. Uh, he says he doesn't have too many horror stories from traveling. He once ordered a coconut curry soup at SFO that the salesperson assured me was made with no dairy because creamy creamy soups can have an adverse effect on him uh pray for Shipnuck. uh he was wrong he had epic flatulence <laughs> on a cross-country flight almost entirely silent but deadly uh so no one could have definitively pinned it on him but he says by god i felt bad for everyone in, in economy plus so i appreciate him coming clean yeah on that <laughs> yeah that's 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 big of him and then we'll go to southern california for jeff shackleford um you know he says so when I reached out to him, he said, greetings from the dreadful Orlando International Airport, a.k.a. MCO. I'm about to eat a Jersey Mike's that I picked up on the way here because the food is so gruesome inside. <laughs> well, I hate to sound very one-dimensional, but as an American flyer, Dallas is really the only hub I have to deal with. I avoid O'Hare because of the weather issues and the shitty food. Dallas at least has Papacitos, which makes me very happy when I'm in Terminal A, though the charge for chips and salsa is pretty much highway robbery. I do want to say, listen, Shackleford... Uh, Jeff Shackleford, jeffshackleford.com, Golf Channel, Golf Week, if, if you haven't seen him. Uh, he is, uh, he's, he tends to get a little chippy. Yeah. I think that's, I think he, he, he would agree with that. Uh, a lot of that, I feel like, is probably due to the fact that he's flying American Airlines all the time. Yeah, but I will that say. That will put you in a really bad mood. Flying cross country, there's one place in this area you can get a direct flight from, maybe anywhere in the world, and that's Orlando. That's because true. Of Disney World. Yeah, so I've yeah. flown a couple of red eyes into there, and oh. it it was a actually a, um, one of the deciding factors in me moving back to the East Coast because I decided that I didn't want to have to connect to get <laughs> here and find Orlando is not a good option for me. It's not. So yeah. that was a catalyst in me moving across. That's the really the toughest thing about living in Jacks is there's we have to the farthest west you can fly I think is Denver. Frontier may Vegas. have a Vegas direct, but yeah. we don't really mess with Frontier. Otherwise, you're, you're flying through Denver, Chicago, Minneapolis, uh, or Houston, or Dallas to get to yeah. get anywhere West Coast. You know, or you have to go through Orlando and then drive two two and a half hours. Right. So anyway, uh, he, he Shackleford also said LAX has really upped its food game. In recent years, that's his home, that's his home turf. I feel like LAX has been under construction for like ten years. LAX and, and, and Laguardia. Yeah, I think. Well, LaGuardia, listen, Laguardia hasn't been under construction for that long. What the construction they're doing is like a mega expansion. Which, and I, my take on Laguardia is, I think it's the best of the three 
New York City airports. A lot of people hate LaGuardia, but as they do this expansion, I think it's going to be the runaway winner. I mean, JFK is literally roulette. You are completely rolling the dice. I've never gotten out of JFK on time. And Newark is like, like I always just think about the little tram. It, yeah. It's like a ride at Disney World where well, you're like, there's no spoilers, but people are gonna see a lot of the New York. Yeah, airport and I just think about too. Big Randy on it, yeah. and it's like, too, it's like it fits about four people in each car, not including luggage. And there's always like twenty. And everybody's been, and everybody's been waiting in line for like yeah. fifteen minutes to get on it. It's like, like you just wonder who. Was who was designing this? It's really last, not an easy airport to get to. It's either. bad infrastructure. Last time I was at Newark, we were we were filming Strapped, and we were leaving, and there were so many people crammed into. I had like my golf bag, as well, which was sick. Uh, There's so many people crammed into those little tram cars that like, I didn't even have to hold on my to my golf bag. It was like crammed up against someone else, so it was just it was standing, standing up. It was right. standing up like another person. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we'll get to those airports specifically. <laughs> um, I asked Michael Greller, you know, tried to ask a few caddies. Most of them very politely declined. Uh, but he said, my top three airports are Portland, San Francisco, and Detroit. It, it takes uh, an alpha to go on the record on it, this stuff. It yeah. sure does. Yeah. He said he, he was one of the few dissenting voices on Seattle. He said Seattle and Philly just plain suck. We'll get to Philly. Really? And that's yeah. a home a home game for yeah. him. Yeah. Salt Lake at DFW in Austin is a must stop. Uh, anytime is there, there anytime there's a Chick-fil-A, that's a must stop. A restaurant that was hyped up to me was Golden Tea at the Monterey Airport. Aside from the mushroom soup, our group all thought it was overrated. Hey, could have been you know what? Could have been a bad night, so could have been a bad night. Right. A few other pro the tips C- here. The SeaTac thing is interesting because I was I always yeah. really like Seattle, but Coming from a hometown person who obviously has been there you, infinitely here's more an times interesting than me. Question I'll, before I'll we go defer. on. Do you feel like cool acronyms or cool names <laughs> affect the way people feel about an airport? Like SeaTac yes. sounds cool. I mean, it's LAX crazy. sounds cool. Everybody LA, hates it. Yeah, no. that's the, listen. Those are two really good. <laughs> well, later on, points. John Wayne. You know, everyone's yeah. like, oh man, that place. That thing sounds awesome, right? That's true. Yeah. I think, you know, I think people. You know, we, we can definitely dig dig deeper on that. What's we, the we'll, Amsterdam one called? AMS Schiphol, the Schiphol or Schiphol, Schiphol, Schiphol. That's a cool name. Uh, a cool couple just things that came up a few times: avoiding any licensed restaurant in an airport. So Fox Sports Grill, PGA Tour Grill, which we're subjected to. What a strange business to get in. By Shula's, yeah, Sam Snead's <laughs> restaurant. Sam who probably never stepped foot in Sam ja- Snead's restaurant. Jacks- Jacksonville Airport kind of. Hit- it hits the bingo card yeah, on, they do. on the licensed restaurants. Uh, a lot of folks on the refuge were riding for the Southwest Personal Companion Pass. Yeah, I've heard a lot of good things. I haven't this. utilized it. A lot of like but the, I don't w- mind Southwest. A lot of the web tour players have that too because you're you're going to all these kind of like mid markets mm-hmm. that Southwest kind of thrives in. And if you have to connect anyway, you can kind of figure out. All right, I'm connecting in like maybe it's better connecting Nashville than it yeah. is in Atlanta or something. That's a great way to bring bring the wife along, bring the caddy yeah. along for no charge, whatever. Change fees. Yeah, no baggage change flies fee. free. So. South, what do you guys think of Southwest? I'm a I love Southwest. I, I don't think I've flown it enough because it always feels like. And look, I'm a man of the people, but it always seems like you're like. Riding the bus. Here's a fact. I don't me. like the the stewardesses uh, we'll like use, singing the whole time. Yeah, I'm way out. It's on a little that. Ch- too cheeky sometimes. It's but too clever by half. Also, I, I'm. Uh, it, it takes an extra step to book the flight because they don't like do kayak right, right, or right, right. orbits or whatever. So you're looking up, you're trying to get the best price. I and like, like that though. You know you're getting the best price. Yeah, but I forget to go. I forget to go. No, look they've, at they've gotten a lot better though, as far as like on kayak or on whatever they. A, you want to go to the source to book direct anyway. But B, if there's a Southwest flight, they always have, hey, check out Southwest. Like Southwest level will pop, like a pop in 
box on top of but the thing. But that things. defeats the – and they're lying because they say, like, they don't do that because it helps save money on the back end. I don't see those pop-ups. Well, that's because you. Well, you're flying out of New York too, and like Southwest doesn't really do a whole. Well, lot yeah, not just New out of New York. York though. Well, regardless, I I like Southwest. I have no issue with the seating. I think. The yeah, I think pick that's your fine. Own seat. Yeah, I'm yeah, cool I think with that's that. Fine. Whatever. Yeah, I agree. So something else. Uh, the three one one rule is never enforced. Um, like, can you? What is this three one one rule? You can have what? Three three ounces. Three. Is it? Yeah, I'm gonna level with you. I'm gonna call it with my pants down here. I, I don't actually see, know what I it means. see the three one one signs, yeah. but I never. I never take my toiletries out. Yeah. I never, well, I know. just don't really bring a ton of toiletries to begin with. But like, you never take your deodorant out of your. No. Thing. Exactly. It's right. not in a clear container. Yeah. Exactly. So the the TSA's three one one security rule for flying with carry on liquids: three point four ounce bottle or less, one quart sized clear plastic zip top bag, and one bag per passenger. Okay. Like, I've never seen so that. So no enforced. no liquids more than 3.4 ounces. No more than one clear plastic bag per one passenger. Okay. Uh Neil, you you so signed you up it. for clear. We were talking about this. Uh, Neil's going Neil's going clear. And I've gone clear. <laughs> I've gone clear. And the way the reason I did it, I was Tom at JFK Cru- Tom Cruise uh, style. over I guess uh, I, last January and I saw the security line in terminal 2 and it was it was 40 minutes plus and they had these really kind sales agents saying, "Hey, have you ever looked into clear?" And I was like, how much does it cost? You know, in a very, like, gruff voice. And they're like, well, you have a Delta, you know, credit card. It's uh, normally, like, 100 bucks. It's 75 for you. I was like, sign me up. Did you have to sign the billion-year contract? No, it was one year. And I think it'll um, – yeah, I'm on, like, ne- level 94. <laughs> my score. My score on clear right now. No, no, 94. no. It's 70 bucks, but you just move to the compound. You get free housing. Exactly. Yeah. So that, so they're, they're getting me in level by level. Yeah, right? so you don't you don't even have to have an ID when you show okay, up to so the airport? They, well, take they, take, your, they take your ID. It's your, they own your identity yeah. at that point. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, they, they take your fingerprints. And then they, every time I go now to the airport, I go to this these – you know, and they're at JFK. They're at basically New York, LA, San Francisco, Atlanta, and some other big airports. Okay. So I usually get – it makes a big difference at JFK. So like even coming down here on Saturday morning, I skipped a security line that was at least 30 minutes long. And then I walked up. I put my, my index finger and my kind of been middle your, finger. Your bugaboo. Yeah, it's been an issue. <laughs> if you've seen strapped, I've, I've, it's cost me. Well, the fact that you've missed – that you missed your flight even with the clear No, 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 I didn't because in Terminal 4, which is the gnarly Delta Terminal at JFK, they don't have clear. In Terminal 2, they do. The Terminal. Yeah, the strap Terminal (laughs) does not have it. The the up, like, Terminal 2 is small in Terminal 4. So anyone that's been to JFK knows you can walk like three miles to get to your gate in Terminal 4. (laughs) It's like they just kept adding on like, it's almost like. It's like a little kid's Lego build. Yeah, it is like, it's like bridges. Oh my, you know. Like, oh, for my birthday I got more Legos. So I decided to add another It's almost like they half-assed the moving sidewalks too. They're like, yeah, we got moving sidewalks, but they're really spread out. And and then every time you find the JFK too, there's there's fucking planes parked everywhere. Everywhere, I know. It's it's a monstrosity. So uh, anyway. That you put your fingerprints on this little pad, and then this dumb picture of me from 10 months always pops up, like smiles back at me. I'm like, oh, yeah, that's me. I'm a Schwaldo. <laughs> and then they walk me directly to the TSA guy, not to like a new line. It's like, no, no, no. Like, I skip. I usually like, they usually like push someone out of the way. They're like, move. And then everybody in that, you know, plebeian line looks at me like, look at this asshole. <laughs> and then they, they just show him the ticket where they've like stamped it with this clear stamp, and they don't even make me take my ID out. The guy's just like, yeah, you're good. So they have to like, they escort me through and then it's basically like the pre-check line, whatever. 
And I just think it's more of a commentary on like where society's going. It's true. Where pay for play. You can just pay. Well, I'm just going to skip because they have it at the Yankees game. Yeah, they have no, clear. No, listen, that doesn't apply to me. Yeah. Like, I have money. This yeah, is listen, I'll just pay. Yeah, here, you want 100 bucks? Yeah. For I can skip this shitty line every time I'm here. Do you know how fucking easy you, this is for me? Do you know how <laughs> worth it that is to me, though? Like, yeah. that is, I hate lines, period. Anywhere and airport security lines are probably at the top of that list. Well, it kind of strikes me almost like the tour. Like, see, it's got listen, it's golf adjacent here. This podcast, it almost strikes me like the tour player flying private argument, which I've had like one player. I, I, I finally like pressed him and I was like, Yo, is this like you got to be joking that this is worth it to pay 10 grand to, to go from tournament to tournament? And he's like, Well, if you think about it. If that ten grand means that I get a whole day, time is money, and I can skip lines, and I'm not sitting and waiting about flight delays, and I'm sitting like getting bored and stiff and doing all this stuff, and I can get directly to my destination, and I can get there early, and I can get another practice round in, and that's the difference between me finishing thirty fourth and twenty first. Like that's thirty grand right there. That's, I'm like, that's fuck, fair. That's... But I would also say a hundred bucks is a lot different than <laughs> no, no, no. But I'm ten thousand. It's in the spirit of that of conversation. Course. Of yeah. course, but it's in the same vein, just yeah. a lot. I mean, do I feel, do I feel scummy and do I feel like uh, entitled with clear? Absolutely. <laughs> but am I going to keep doing it? Am I going to re up for 2019? Yeah, fuck yeah. But what happens when too many people go clear? Then the, that's the then TSA that's what, pre issue. It's like the right? Sky Mile yeah. stuff. Yeah. Then they create like our dad was the he was a platinum member, uh-huh. and then all of a sudden they're like, "Well, we're going to take the top five percent of platinum and make it a diamond uh-huh. member." Yeah. So they just keep moving the. We goal could do points. a whole different franchise or uh, an entirely different podcast just on the franchise. And that's the a franchise teeing on society, off on Delta though. would be would be a good. No, the franchise pretty much likes Delta. Sometimes he has to speak to a red coach. Though. <laughs> that's, that's key for I went about to go nuts on you guys. Yeah. Uh, anyway, we'll, we'll we'll keep it moving. Clear sounds fascinating, as does globalist entry. For sure. Global well, globalist entry is more like with the government. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Clear is like a private enterprise, like getting in the game and capitalizing right. on the inefficiencies of TSA. You know what that is? Disruptive. That is very disruptive. <laughs> so you uh, like that? I do like it. On yeah. the refuge, I'm in. <laughs> Traj Mahal um, said, "Great." Name. What I thought was a pretty pretty <laughs> good point here, and it's something to keep in mind as we go through some of the bad airports. Is I think a lot of what you perceive as good or bad about an airport revolves around what it's like under subpar circumstances. How, also, local brewery. Options. How good are you on your worst day? Yeah, when when you're delayed, hungry, yeah. tired, dragging a golf bag to check in, making a connection, etc., is when you notice how people are moved, tables and seating areas, how clean it is, the food options, places. I to think plug that's in, a fantastic. Like Which is probably why a lot of people hate Laguardia because yeah. if they're connecting through there right. or that's in Atlanta too. It's yeah. like it's well, just moving no, a ton we, of people. Through. We're gonna talk about this. I think a lot of people respect don't like Atlanta but they respect Atlanta that's yeah. exactly they're like right. this is yeah this is the big leagues that's right? that's a, that really made me kind of like look in the mirror on my Atlanta takes because I'm like you know what that does something like it's miserable I hate being there it's so stressful there's Wait. too many people but they do a really good job with yeah. what they great have. food they, options yeah, yeah. train is yeah. great no it's great right the, the jungle sidewalks are good yeah there's a jungle the jungle shout I, out to Randy like Randy to, no one likes the jungle more than Randy I'd like to add something to Traj Mahal's take so I completely agree with it's not so much the subpar circumstances, but I think there's specific things for me. One of them being the experience on the park and ride or like an airport rental car shuttle. 
has a big impact on how I perceive an airport because it's usually the first or last experience that Again, I'm having. We, we will get there That's with some of these airports. Right? And yeah. like those guys, a lot of times, I like airports to have like a, a good service industry that's working for tips. So like the sky caps disruptive and the rental car, yeah. like shut like in Atlanta, the park and ride guys used to be like hustling, making jokes. And it was, I always enjoyed the experience cause they were like, you know, they're, they're grinding for tips and they're whipping the bus, right? They're just like, <laughs> I you're, like you're the, in Jack. Sometimes you can get yeah. picked up by a golf cart. Yeah. Yeah. And they'll take sure. you back out. Yeah. To, so sometimes you get picked up by some of the like economy parking people and they are like, it's like speed two. Yeah. yeah. And that, you know, speed one, I was out in San Diego. I dropped the rental car off last time I was, I was out there and this guy's like 7am. He's, he's cracking, he cracked like three or four jokes to like a business professional crowd, at like 7am. And he got, was getting laughs. I was like, this is great. You know, San Diego, it, it's got kind of offsite parking there, which is a little bit, it's tough. It's a little bit frustrating. But the airport's got a cool location. But it's the coolest. Yeah. It's the coolest flight into a city. I like I Boston. Too. Boston's cool too. Yeah. But don't you see, so so that's a, a weakness of San Diego's airport. But here you go. Here you have a guy who's trying who's, to who's making fix it. That. Who's making me look at that as like that was a good experience. Yeah. That, that impacts turning a negative into a positive. That, guy, that one. Whereas person last has time it. we were in Phoenix for the waste management and we went to that rental car place. Phoenix is a disgrace. That yeah. that stunk. Yeah, that was bad. So. Anyway, please go on. Well, that's, um, that's interesting though, because one one person can yeah can affect your experience. And that's 10%. why I think the service industry is clutch because like I, I I have cash on hand usually when I go to the airport, so I can do the sky cap thing if I'm checking a golf bag. Yeah. Because I know those guys are going to work quicker than they are at the Delta line inside. And they're probably not going to hassle you if it weighs over fifty they don't. pounds. They <laughs> don't. And I'm going to be like, and he's going to give me my t- my boarding pass and print it for me. And it's like people, there's a lot of cheapskates that are going to go stand in line inside. Well, I got two or three bucks. I would love for this guy to. You know, make some small talk, hustle, and I'm out of there. And then I'm in the clear line. That's like flying with some of these. Like I was talking to Zach. We're flying. We're flying somewhere, and and he's Zach Johnson. Yeah, (laughs) and he's like, I'm like, dude, your your golf bag weighs 95 pounds between like your your big travel bag. He has to have a special for sure travel case to fit the staff bag. And I'm like, does Delta charge you for that every time? And he goes, you know, it's just, it's like 75% of the time they don't, 25% of the time they do. But when they do, it's like 200 bucks for the overage. See, but I've never seen Delta not charge for that if you go to the line inside. Like, I think the curbside guys that aren't, that are working for the airport and not working for I think like, he's the also airline. like mega yeah. diamond too. And they know, and he's paying probably just as much in change fees that he is. In, right. So, uh, good comment by your roommate, Jerry Bell. He said, some airports are perfectly emblematic of their cities. New Orleans is so shitty, but the food is good. <laughs> it's not even worth getting into the bureaucratic nightmares that, that are the D.C. airports. Nashville is painfully cheesy and not growing as fast as the city. Austin in that same boat. Why is there a guitarist playing covers at 1130 at Earl Campbell's airport? <laughs> Another licensed restaurant. There's two, that's a double right there. That's double jeopardy. I love that. So I thought that was a good Austin airports. Good Austin airport's very weird. Shay Bell's very, coming in Very hot. stuck between release yeah. patterns. Also known as, uh, on Twitter, Rose Altuve. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's <laughs> um, a great Les Mis takes on Twitter the other day. Um, so, so as we get into specific airports, well, I'm I'm curious. Sorry, on on that point, I'm curious what other cities could be added to that. You know, I think New York New York is kind of emblematic. Well, JFK of, would of be New like York. it's a yeah. monstrosity. Yeah, yeah. right. Everything's it's like, just harder than it should like be. when they're doing work on the streets in New York. It's but like, it's oh all, my god, this is like. This but it's is also crazy. one of those things where it's like, yeah, like New York shouldn't even exist. Yeah, <laughs> the fact that like Manhattan is, exists is like. I, I think I think that's the Miami the airport, airport is kind of yeah that's a good like, take. I hate Miami yeah. and that airport is just 
the absolute worst. I feel like every time I fly in there, they have no food options. Although the food in Miami is good, but not at the airport. But like going through customs there is just it, like there's nowhere I'd rather less take an international flight into than into Miami. Have uh, either of you ever been to the Jackson, Wyoming airport? I haven't. No. It is delightful. Very emblematic of, of the surroundings. It's like all hard, like like quality hardwoods and floor to ceiling <laughs> yeah. windows. And you're looking out over at like the Tetons and everyone's kind of got That's like, how the Kalispell airport is too in Montana. I'd say on the other side of that spectrum, McCarran airport in Vegas yeah. is <laughs> yes. it might, if I yes. close my eyes and picture purgatory, <laughs> it would be the security line on a Sunday afternoon at McCarran with like a warm ham sandwich overpriced. Of course, uh, like a warm bottle of water, and it's a line full of like sunburns and tattoos that like look really bad. And everybody's got the scaries. You you get in the other side, and people are just smoking, playing the slot yeah, machines. Yeah, and, and then the, well, the infrastructure's not bad. Like they got a good plane train, right? And it's pretty close. It's to the right city. there by everything. Yeah, right? because it's almost like so modern because it's just yeah. built right. Like, and they can build it anywhere because there's right. all kinds of room. I think that's an important point, though. Like I've never your quality of life improves. 3x when you cross over get through the x-ray machine and cross over into yeah it does it does and then like if, it feels like so the promise if land there's any way that i can to... improve the security experience i'm i'm gonna pay for it so, so again I'm, i've gone clear so <laughs> as we get into specific airports i think one that really stuck out that we wanted to to kind of make mention of is is the identity crisis airport john wayne orange <laughs> county santa Ana. It's referred to as all those names. Um, a bunch of people recommended that if, one. If you have, I, I if like you have it. Three names. I've flown in there three or four times. It's very, very easy. Almost kind of like life in Orange County. It's like, yeah, whatever. It Max, Max yeah. Homa said they have a Javier's, which is bomb. It's a class act airport. It is a very classy airport. I went there for the first time just a couple couple months ago. I thought it was delightful. It was yeah. like the inverse of. I don't know how close it is to L.A. But like it's I, like I the would. Inverse I'm not going to say I hate LAX. I haven't like had. I've had like some experiences but it's just overwhelming you smoked yeah. your bogey there and uh, yeah yeah i mean we i've had a few layovers there and i've flown in and out of there a the few tom times. bradley international terminal's gotten far it's just like there's like yeah. nine, it's like jfk there's nine terminals you know you do that big loop road and i'm like <laughs> you know what's another good one that's like very emblematic of its city is newark yeah <laughs> <laughs> randy and i were there a couple weeks ago there's like just birds flying around the, the like baggage clave just eating garbage out the floor yeah. and, it's a little, it's a little hostile in there. Yeah. <laughs> it feels like it feels like they may have skimped on. It feels on like some uh, of the infrastructure because someone was skimming off the top. It feels like if you ever see the movie Children of Men. Yeah, <laughs> <That's> <laughs> no, the train cool. ride from Newark Airport. Yeah, into like Newark Main into, Station, into like, Penn in, Station. Yeah. It just oh, feels yeah. like very gray, like almost oh. not post-apocalyptic, but yeah. like there was a big disease outbreak. It's like a mix yeah. of Children of Men and and like Lord of War. Yeah, Nick Cage. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. Well, Guys, so I'm sure on a sunny day, it's probably nice, yeah, but it Newark just never seems to be sunny yeah. when I'm there. All right, so let's get into it here. Um, best airports, period, point blank. Portland got a ton of love from people. I've never never had the occasion to find a Portland. Yeah, well, we went to Bandon this past year. I don't think we, I've flew, once or twice. we flew into no, Eugene, yeah. which was delightful. Yeah. Uh, one thing about Portland, there was a huge like cult following for the rug in Portland. Yeah. They had like it's, a crazy airport yeah, rug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I read an article, yeah. listened to a podcast about it. But they've since changed that rug, which the locals in Portland were like really, really. Well, really so sad that's about. what everybody says. It's kind of old and outdated, but in like a charming, it's charming, yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, they have, they have, um, they have, you know, 
Deschutes Brewery. Uh, it says, those weirdos discriminate against chain restaurants even within their place of international travel. The snacks are local. The beers are local. The sushi is fresh off the Oregon coast. I just don't have enough reasons to fly in there, someone said. Yeah, I think that's, I think that's a good take. I've, I've enjoyed it. I've only been there a couple times. I guess it wouldn't really stick out to me. It's kind of a, it's kind of a grower, I think. Yeah, you know, I think if you were going there all the time, you'd realize how good it was. Yeah, which well, says something about a lot of takes on the refuge were regional airports, a lot of locals, you know, with good intel. like Akron. Yeah, or what's BWI? That's the other Baltimore, Washington. Baltimore. Like people are Thurgood like loving on these airport. Um, kind of. Not, I don't want to say the like second tier cities, but places that aren't like in the the wheel and spoke yeah, system network. Right? So uh, one airport that I feel really passionately about is Reagan. Yeah, I agree with that. It's like a glorified bus stop, but in a good way. You got the huge atrium, like the gorgeous atrium. Very cool architecture. It's on the subway line. It's It's in like a cool piece of DC. It's a cool place to fly into. Yeah, you got like all the like flying down the river. Yeah, yeah. 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 I've got Um, a take. There's some mentions in here for Honolulu, but I think that's just because everybody's in a good mood when they get there. Yeah, I was. I would like to tell a quick story. Please. I came back from a six or seven week backpacking trip. (laughs) <laughs> right after college, and I had lost my phone, credit cards, no cash left. Like a sick trip. I had a great, <laughs> great soul patch. Uh, and actually, Tron and my dad, my uncle, picked me up at the airport. But before I got to them, I was going through customs, and the guy, you know, they ask you like, "Do you have any like livestock? Do you have any like plants?" He was like going down the list. He's have like, you been in close quarters? With yeah, and I was wearing like you know those stupid like. Backpacker pants and like I had a back and I was like I just said like pockets out the ass. I just flown from from Krabi to Singapore to Honolulu all overnight and like Delta had fed me the whole way because I didn't have any money <laughs> and he said he was like I was like dude I don't have anything like I I think I might have just stared him in the eye with and said that he goes he stamps my passport and he goes welcome home man it's <laughs> like it's great to be back i love it when you get and a then cool i got picked up on the curb by these customs guys guy. yeah, yeah he was just like he was like man you are you're an right idiot now. i remember we picked neil up from the airport that day we were in honolulu visiting our, our aunt and uncle and yeah he smelled like i don't even know what i've been on a plane for like 15 straight hours <laughs> Um, God, we do a podcast about that trip. It sounds we like we probably could. <laughs> Love Field in Dallas. Yeah, big fan. Uh, if if you're ever flying just to Dallas as a destination, is that the Fort Worth one? No, it's it. No, that one's like right next to downtown Dallas. It's where, big South. Where JFK flew into. Okay, because most people were, were See, riding for. I saw people ride for the Fort Worth one. I'm not. I haven't DFW. Yeah. Yeah. D- yeah. So DFW, I feel like there's always a long ass walk. Yeah. Not my thing. Okay. Yeah. Um, Rapid City, North Dakota. Two would... people on the refuge mentioned that. They oh. said it's the friendliest airport they've ever been to. This summer, maybe Strapped may or may not be heading that direction. Yeah, so we'll see. I, uh, I hope so. Uh, Get all you right. guys on an oil rig. How good would that be? This is where it, it, gets, it gets pretty real here. MSP, Minneapolis, St. Paul. Huge fan. It's like the bell of the ball. Yeah. Call it the, the human hamster cage. <laughs> it's, it's like an indoor way, shopping mall. All weirdly... the activities you need. Yeah. You got the food. You got everything you need in, in MSP. And the people are nice. And people in Minnesota are great. And I, I thought the service yeah. was excellent. Shout out Panther Mike. Uh, from Caddy Coveralls on The Refuge. Already mentioned by many. Great food options. Spacious seating areas. Good tram system. Ex- excellent natural lighting throughout. Centrally located close to the Twin Cities. It really checks all the boxes. This guy, to be fair, he also rides for Delta. He's based in Detroit, um, but he, he he does say that he thinks Delta is by far the best domestic airline. Listen, we've covered that. And MSP has golf simulators. 
Really? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Did you see those while you were there? I did not, no. Um, I was too busy doing yoga. How do we yoga f- and playing hacky sack. sack. How do we feel about the <laughs> iPad ordering system? I'd rather work with a human. Because that's it very a little, prevalent in a little, a little they took our jobs. Well, El, uh, uh, LaGuardia is like all the way Philly's up. heavy like, in on that. Newark too. is big on those. Yeah. Yeah, like I want to deal with humans too, but un- unless those humans just suck. Yeah. yeah. But I, I got to say, I, yeah, I'm going to speak out of both sides of my mouth. I mean, I would would rather deal with a human, but also have found them to be pretty pretty efficient. Yeah, they work. Um, so how do, how does Minneapolis stack up with Detroit? Because Detroit is has gotten some mentions. As I don't think I've ever actually either. been I to the Minneapolis th- airport. The, they're both uh, they're similar airports, being that they're both very heavy Delta. Um, which I think is why they're run efficiently. It seems like the airlines have a lot of in, they invest a lot in these airports, right? If they're like a, a hub for them. Um, I like Minneapolis better. I feel like the serv- I've just had a better experience there. Um, Detroit, I think there's more than one terminal, but the when you're in one terminal, it's very spread out. Like you got to run from like one end to the other, to, and it's a lot of like connecting flights and stuff. So I've actually missed the connection there. So Detroit, somebody said it's best large airport hands down. Happy workers, amazing sushi restaurant, efficient, non-smelly tram, a decent hotel connected with its own security line, which I think is pretty cool. Good coffee, massive Sky Club with showers. Have either of you ever stayed at a hotel at an airport? Yes. You have. That's literally always been always been a goal of mine. Right, I got stuck in Toronto. I thought it was going to happen because, like, yeah, we'll put you up in the in the airport hotel. I'm like, sick. Where you can just so I just take my bags. I just go right upstairs to my room. But it was, like, no, I didn't have site. Yeah, it was. I didn't have the connected. Uh, hotel to the airport, like my own security line. There's one of those in MSP too. There's one at Denver too. Um, Someday. I, I would like to make so that So for the Someday. Detroit counterpoint, um, Tom Doak flies in yeah. and out of Detroit a lot. Well, this is important intel. Yeah, and he, uh, he, he had a bad experience at the Embers in Detroit. <laughs> I'll pull up that. Um, what a very uh, peculiar thing to rant about on Instagram. Uh, he said, on our, on our way to visit our daughter and family for Thanksgiving. And this we, was all like the caption of a photo. Yeah. Right? <laughs> what was the photo? <laughs> of, the, of the embers. Of the sign? Fire, yeah. fire and ice bar. Uh, <laughs> we encountered the worst service ever at the new open seat bar in B Concourse in Detroit. After we waited 20 minutes and nobody even thought about taking our order, my lovely bride went up to the bar. Ten minutes later, she gave up after overhearing one patron ask a stranger he was sitting with to sign his receipt and then destroy his credit card for him. <laughs> <laughs> he was about to miss his flight and couldn't get his card back. <laughs> can you imagine asking someone next to you at a at an airport bar, "Hey man, can you <laughs> can you ask for my credit card, sign for it, tip whatever and you want, destroy. and then destroy my card? <laughs> Throw it into the fires of Mordor. Throw it into the fire and ice of the embers." <laughs> so see that fake fireplace over there? We just throw it in there when you're done. Well, if I remember right, like. I think I felt like Doe kept chirping them. I felt like it went on for like three days. It might have. They're like the whole, all of his posts were in the context of this bad experience with the Embers. <laughs> just colored it was his like finally, finally made it to wherever they were going, despite like the bad service of the Embers. <laughs> I think I could be, I could be being unfair on that. Um, I'll, I'll, let me do some research. So Detroit, you know, I think don't let that give it a bad rap. It sounds like it's it's definitely on the positive side of the spectrum. Uh, San Diego, we talked about that one earlier. Simple and efficient. The ride in's good. Brown car, that's kind of knock against it. Let's talk some more about Atlanta. Um, Three Wiggle, he's a refugee. He says he, like, he likes the airport, but his main gripe with Atlanta 
is the pre-recorded messages broadcast on the internet. God, on the internet. such a good take. I can't name the current mayor of Atlanta, but Kasim Reed welcomed Kasim me Reed. to that Welcome city to Atlanta. numerous times throughout 2015, 2016. Welcome aboard the plane train. Please hold on. This train is departing. The Billy Payne train. <laughs> Uh-huh. Doke's next photo was a photo of like him playing with his grandson on the on like the jungle gym, or like on the slide. It's like a, this like beautiful, delightful, happy photo, and the caption was the bad service in Detroit was all worth it to take our grandson to the park for Thanksgiving. That's some, that's some Old Testament shit, man. That's so good. Uh, well, the, the the current mayor of Atlanta is Keisha Lance Bottoms. Right. Okay. She always says, you know, whether you were just passing through, yeah, whether you're home from a tour of service. Uh, we're your final destination, or you're just passing through. It's like we welcome you. I can't. I don't and, know. And, I don't know it well. And enough. hope to make Atlanta part of your future. I'm flying plans. there next week. I'm gonna record. <laughs> I'm gonna stand in the terminal and yeah. plays. I'm gonna record. I think it. That'd be good. Um, no, that's the perfect take. I don't. I don't like going there, but I. I damn it if I don't respect that place. And the Chick Fil A is the most efficient. The Chick Fil A and Terminal B. Is oh, the, they crush. Is the most yeah, efficient business crush. in America. There's a varsity. Yeah. There's there's um, there's. Uh, People go one flew hard. south in oh, Terminal yeah, E. Alex and I always eat there. E, the international one is no F. That's F. The new the new one. That that place is sweet. easy old international. I never fly there. Marisano's Pizza is really good out there. Yeah. How about the PF Chanks? Philip Philip fucking Chanks. <laughs> the PF Chanks. Well, that came. That came. You know, Max Homa. A lot of people were riding hard for PF Chanks. Uh, Zach Blair, another one. He was like, dude, PF Chanks. If I have enough time to get there on a layover in Atlanta, it's been a good layover. I've I've gotten Philip. <laughs> that's a uh that's an adam long jordan brown that's a uh, good joke. joke that was recycled but uh the it, i think what colors me on atlanta though is i think i've been stuck i mean everybody's been stuck overnight in airports yeah. probably a half dozen ten times where you're, you're sleeping on the floor it just so happens that that's happened in atlanta more than anywhere else but and uh, so all these places are great but when they're not open at three in the morning yeah it's but not that cool atlanta feels like a place if you got a chance to get out in an apocalyptic that's delay, that's where I want to be. Yeah, that's a good point. Because you're going to get another, like, you're going to get a flight out of there yeah. sooner than yeah. you would. It'll get you else. somewhere. Yeah. I mean, whereas in MSP. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I, I was stuck there for 12 hours. I, I mean, part of that was because you were going to Iowa, though, too. <laughs> yeah, true. Yeah. Um, so people got really hostile. And then somebody said there, a very big deal is which line you get in in security. This which is, oh, I typically, Atlanta. I like, I try to go to, to, to T. Atlanta. Yes, yeah, that's the that's so our a, yeah. our dad, the franchise is you know was a, just a up in the air. Uh, a road yeah, warrior. He was he yeah. was a warrior. He was yeah he was up in the air. So he's a Did diet he have the slip on slip on shoes. So we have this like the Schuster family's got a lot of inside Atlanta tips. Like once you come out of baggage claim, you go to the last door, and then he's gonna rip across face <laughs> and get yeah. vertical down the back lane of the you know of the the South Terminal um, arrivals. And that way you skip all the idiots that go out like the first doors. He had me hop on the rental car thing one time and pick, <laughs> and pick me up over at the rental car place because, but like, because we, he didn't want to wait We used line. to have to like say to each other, like, yeah, I'll be at the last door. It's like now it's like nobody even says anything. It's like you know exactly where the shoes to pick up spot is because yeah. it's the most efficient way to get out That's of That's where the LZ is. And then there's another uh, – there's like the big security line. And then if you go – like if you go in and go right and go way down to the end, there's like the T gates, which are like connected to the baggage – check and baggage claim and there's like a separate security line down there that secret's been out yeah um, sometimes that can get that stacked can get, up and get a little gnarly down there yeah. but you have a better chance of faking it like you have pre-check or like um sky priority 
at that line because usually the guy that's working that plus line it, is plus everybody's not delta like there's more airline like american united have their gates over there too so. another inside tip about atlanta that i figured out is you could go to the north terminal security line and still get into the south terminal for sure well so like the south terminal is the busy one and but i didn't know that I didn't well, they know all you, meet in the middle yeah, but the security there's line another is different. One in the north, there's another though, yeah. security line in the North Terminal. Anyway, so I think part of it, though, is Atlanta gets a lot of respect from me because it's, as a final destination, I was always going through security there, whereas a lot of people don't have to. And I, they just move a shitload of people through they there. Do. It's impressive. Yes. All right, let's um, whip through a couple more good ones, and right. let's get on to the bad ones. That's why yeah. the people are uh, That's true. Let's share this story from Laz. Yeah. Let me, may I? Yeah, please. So this, this took place at uh, SeaTac, Seattle Airport. SeaTac saves so much time. Yeah. Uh, this was a yeah, story from Laz from, uh, from The Refuge. Uh, shout out to Laz. This was um, kind of sprung up both as, as the confluence of the airport talk and of the Peter Kessler talk. And uh, this was his story. <clears throat> I was a road warrior for years and spent more time in airports than you can imagine. One snowy, rainy afternoon slash evening at SeaTac Airport, I cozied up to the bar and ordered my standard vodka soda, no fruit. A lot of details in this story. Yeah. A minute later, Peter Kessler sits down next to me. <laughs> he, said, he said hello. I told him I admired his work, especially the Series XM show he hosted. He asked me if slash where I played, and we started doing the whole do you know game. He knows everyone, of course. Blah, this. Jack Nicholas, that. You get the picture. After three drinks in, we're about three drinks in, Peter gets up to catch his flight. The bartender comes by and says, all set. Peter says, yep, thank you. And he turns, <laughs> looks to me and says, thanks for the drinks. He waves at the bartender and walks away. And I was like, does this guy think he's Frank Sinatra? He didn't even fake the, like, let me grab my wallet fame. So I paid paid for the drinks, chalked it up to a good story for the boys back home. My biggest regret, I didn't ask him about the perfect club, even though I wanted to. I really did. I just couldn't muster the guts. It's funny. This is continuation of the story. It's funny. Uh, at least once a week, I'll see Russell Crowe, Sean Penn, Gwyneth Paltrow, Oprah, etc. out and about in Los Angeles and not really flinch. But if I'm in an airport and I see someone that's golf famous, I get really geeked up and excited. I say, oh, my God, look, that's Harrison Frazier. <laughs> uh, I had a proud life once. What happened? Says, Thank you for sharing, Laz. He says, note, I no longer eat or drink at airports. Let's go to Cincinnati. Neil, I think you, you've got a good analogy about Cincinnati. <laughs> We're on to Cincinnati. Yeah. Yeah, yeah listen. Um, we used to fly in and out of there a lot. We did, and they used to be a huge hub for Delta. And I don't know if they tried to bluff Delta and be like, yeah, you guys, you know, you need to pay up. And Delta's like, all right, so we're going to buy Northwest Airlines and we're going to move everything to Minneapolis and Detroit. How's that sound? And since he's like, well, that sucks. So they have like three huge terminals and now use like one and a half. Um, but Southwest I, is flying in there now. I kind of look at it like a, you know, a really pretty girl that got maybe had a bad attitude yeah. and it got dumped. And she's like, oh, it's a bit shit. of a wake up call. I need to maybe change my vibe up a little bit. And so now it's like they, the security line there is very pleasant. They have really good infrastructure. So they got a good plane train. Massive hub for Amazon now, too. Yeah. And so I think they've started to use the um, airport to, you know, bring in like logistics partners and things like that. Um, but I, I have always had a good experience there. The only thing I don't like about it is they have a gold star and not, not a, a skyline. skyline. Yeah. And I'm, I'm just not going to eat it gold star chili. And I will eat at Skyline. You're not a Gold Star family. No, I'm not. <laughs> no, I'm not. So, um, you know, we, we talked about Austin. Salt Lake City is another one that, A, they're building a new airport. 
right now really? on this existing side of the That's why I've only airport. been out there once. It's a wild experience. Zach like always that, tells like me airport. it's the most efficient airport in the world. Like they, they don't really have delays. They, they also have two two uh, like things I like. Another thing like the that I like airports. They've got good Mexican food um, there too. They do. They also have a yoga room and a jazz room. So if you go around, really? like, if you get stuck in an airport, like, go explore. <laughs> a lot of airports have, like, a weird, like, yeah, yeah. open to the public room. They have a yoga room and a jazz room. So what SFO, the hell is a jazz room? It's just, like, a room. Like they're just playing jazz yeah. in there? And yeah. you sit like and a live out? band or no? No, just, like, playing jazz music. <laughs> it's like and a waiting they, room. They've got, uh, SFO also has a public yoga room, which is great. It's between Terminals B and... I like the ones that have the... No, two and three. Like the smoking room. Yeah, there's, there's <laughs> a sick. few in Atlanta. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Uh, it's wow, always an interesting wild. crew in there. Yes, it is. Salt Lake always has uh, all the. I mean, no matter where you're coming from, there's always a bunch of people coming back from missions. Also, it's fascinating. So when you come down, yeah, Good you take, come like yeah. the the escalator, and there's always it's awesome, kind yeah. of like it's like yeah. Beatlemania. There's yeah. always like all these little pockets, like welcome back, Greg, little brothers, welcome back. With, yeah, the signs. Yeah, up. and there's always yeah. all these people with the signs. It's kind of a cool, yeah. cool vibe. And I know Delta is going to invest in SLC because they want to make that kind of one of their their west coast hubs for asia flights and stuff so anyway listen Mordic, we'll follow that as Mordic it develops. we'll get a little excerpt from from Sally about amsterdam shipple because i think there's there's some good i think just international travel yeah, in general there's some good stuff there hong kong got some love on well, the message board let's throw it over to Sally. all right from an international perspective living in amsterdam pretty much ruined travel for me back in the states first of all all of the airlines are uber competitive over there so you get you pay about 40 percent for a ticket as what you would pay back in the states everything's just so much easier logistically there's always trains that run to and from the airport my from my apartment i could uh, i could walk to central station and take a 12 minute express train and get go, go straight to the schiphol airport in amsterdam one time I even forgot my passport and I, I just took the train back home and then got my passport and made it back in time for my flight. It was so easy. I think uh, one time I also was in Berlin, like on the runway at like 7 p.m. and on my couch by 9 p.m. Just everything just is so much closer together and everything just flies crazy fast. Just everything just works in this efficient manner, even on all these budget airlines. Uh, probably my biggest horror story I had was in Nigeria in Lagos, landed there. And uh, we were informed that we that people were going to try to get bribes from us. And we had like a whole speech of what we had to say when they asked us for a bribe. And sure enough, like the guy gave me a pen to help fill out my landing card. And he's like, do you have something for me? And we just had to say, have a nice Sunday. And then you go along your way and they, they're not allowed to harass you after that, which they still tried to, but they failed. But uh, then they had like people coming, like the passport line wasn't even a passport line. You just had to like push your way to the front and basically you bribe your way to the front of the line there. Uh, and then we got pulled over by cops and extorted on the way home from there. So I don't know if that's what you're looking for from an international perspective, but uh, uh, I think that's 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 the highlights of what I've got. And uh, maybe somewhere down the road we can do uh, the the true full horror stories, like getting puked on in Angola. Crack on. Awesome, Sally. Thanks, man. Um, I would say on the international thing, um, Singapore, epic airport. Tron's tried to route a couple times like when we were going to Australia or when we were going to Singapore even Sweet. Scotland tried Tron's tried to route us through Singapore. Singapore is basically <laughs> Singapore a Airlines. big mall and airport like that's what the city state of Singapore might One be. guy on the refuge <laughs> said he wanted he want he wants his ashes spread at the Singapore <laughs> airport. The other one low key was uh, Kuala Lumpur had a great airport as really? well. Really? Yeah, about 40 minutes outside of Kuala Lumpur. Yeah. They have a five-star airport hotel. And actually on that same backpacking trip we were trying to save money, so we didn't book a hotel, and we stayed in the. We went to that hotel, 
and we went to the massage room and paid the like night guard like 30 bucks and he let us sleep on the massage tables for free <laughs> and they had like sauna steam room we're like oh my god we're living this well, is great there's a pro tip for yeah. Us. yeah so you know you can kind of work the margins a little bit um hong kong got a little bit of love on the asian front too i haven't um, been there london heathrow is terrible except for terminal five is awesome is that I, where you have the mega walk it's tough to yeah if you don't fly like into that one you have to between gates like take an terminals. uber basically yeah, exactly. um and then you know there's a few airports that are kind of stuck between release patterns i think we've got boston relatively yeah. big airport but it kind of closes up early uh they got illegal seafoods in there which i always used to hit but there's different terminals and it doesn't really, it feels a lot smaller than it, it is. It also falls in the, uh, the uh, claustrophobic terminal yeah. group there, Sky Harbor and Phoenix. If you like, have low ceilings in your I can't stand it when the terminals, yeah. like you can't pass people. You That's know? why it's I like, hate Charlotte. Yeah. Charlotte was a very polarizing one. People said Charlotte's got good food and then other people said well, Charlotte so I, Charlotte used to be like at the top of my list. I loved going there. And I think, and I, this that could be totally Air, wrong. Airtran was, that but was I think, their hub, right? Like, as this, yeah. I think like as the cities exploded, like the airport has just gotten well. They're they're always doing construction now too. Yeah. Um, But when there's not a lot of people there, it's delightful. Yeah. Somebody now it's just like hell. Greenville Spartanburg had a few sneaky mentions. They said small airport, easy to get to. Atlanta, Augusta, and Charlotte, and they have a Chick Fil A in there. Uh, San Jose, easy to get to Monterey, clean and new looking. San Jose is good. I've flown they there have a, many they have, times. They have a good clear line. Yeah. And they have a very convenient rental car facility. Of course they do. It's a, the land of disruption. <laughs> and then, you know, another one that flies under the radar a lot, it's like kind Oakland, of agnostic. Oakland is in the claustrophobic group, but it's also easy. It's it's quick. That's a Southwest uh, point it's of presence. Houston. <laughs> what about Houston? Houston. It's just, it's got good food options. Max was going to bat for it. Uh, he loves connecting there. Max um, is in Max Homa? Yeah. Okay. Um, but you, you really don't hear any positive or negative about it. It's just... The new terminal, I forget what it is, but United has a new terminal that is awesome. Huge, super high ceilings. You'd love it. Good. Room to spread What's the difference out? between yeah. Houston Hobby and Houston Bush? I mean, besides the fact that they're separate airports. <laughs> Can I be honest? I didn't know there was two airports. Yeah. I have no idea. It's crazy how Atlanta's like the only city, like... Big time city that has, has one, one airport. airport. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that could um, be an issue. Yeah. yeah, that could be something to keep an eye on. Well, the the city's like the it's on the south side of the city, and like everyone on the north side wants an airport up there. But the airport's such a money maker and employer down there they're like absolutely not. The franchise has gone off too. On the, there's that's that's how they launder all the illicit money through the city of Atlanta, like through airport contracts and all sorts of stuff. That's yeah. a fascinating. So there's one, like there's, there's certain coffee places in there that aren't Starbucks, like that aren't like a mainline coffee place. And, and franchise has just like gone after that. Cause he knows it's, he knows that's like one of those contracts that went out. One of those bids that went out that wasn't, <laughs> above board that like the franchise is a big Howard Schultz apologist too. listen he is he's a big <laughs> Starbucks guy so I'm gonna you know I'm gonna be with the franchise next week I can't wait to ask him about that and I will report back to the people uh, so anyway I think you know I think we've gone ham on the best airports and I think you we've know. been pretty fair yeah, yeah. yeah we spread the love around pretty well yeah but you well, know what? Bigger <laughs> isn't always better. It's respect for for the big airports that get it done. But it's also, hey, if you got an opportunity to fly into Sarasota instead of Tampa or West Palm instead of Fort Lauderdale or Miami. John Wayne instead of LA or exactly. San Diego. Yeah. There you have it. You know, Providence instead of Boston. Yeah. You know, that sort of thing. So get involved. Yeah. Um I guess there let's go to the worst airports. 
I think for me, leading it off is 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 Orlando. Orlando. MCL. <laughs> I, I lived in Orlando for a couple of years, uh, flown out of there many times. I didn't hate it as much when I was living there because, like you said, you can just you're direct everywhere, um, which is which is cool. And you can kind of it's the same thing with any big city, I guess. You can kind of start to see your lines in there. You start to you start to work the margins, find the parking spots. You start to find all yeah, these little things. Yeah, but when you're coming in with a cheerleading squad from Th- that San Francisco, is, listen, that's tough. It's yeah. not good. No, for sure. Of course. Somebody said it's like it's basically like hanging out in a dumpster filled with old people and screaming kids wearing mouse ears. It's a very cynical view, but <laughs> it's hard to hard to argue also. Um, another one that man, I did not see this this coming. I've never flown in or out of there or through there. Kansas City, MCI. People, the people fucking hate Kansas <laughs> <Yeah>. City. <laughs> the refugees, they revolted against this place. Yeah. Poosh Daddy called it a... Shout out to Club Pro guy. ...glorified yeah. bus terminal. Matt from The Refuge says, hands down, worst airport in America. Don't let anyone tell you otherwise. Source me, a guy from Kansas who has used this airport his whole life. <laughs> Duck, Duck Hook from The Refuge. <laughs> Co-fucking signed. If you get stuck in a delay there, which happens a lot, you're in a cattle pen because of the pre-9-11 design retrofitted to add security. One decent restaurant and nothing else. Two Trick Pony said, hailing from Kansas City, I defend my hometown with fierce, unsustainable passion, but MCI sucks ass. <laughs> TWA built that trendy design back when you could walk on a plane from the curb. Once it was built, they fled to St. Louis. There are 90 gates at that airport, and I've never seen remotely all of them regular. For those that won't have the distinct pleasure, please see exhibit A of why three non-connected circles won't work for effective throughput. And then he and then he has got the map. Put a big diagram up there. It's uh dude the, the 9-11 security thing is really interesting. I had never it really is. thought about New that. Newark is another one that yeah. gets crushed by that. They <laughs> yeah. have the worst security setup probably in the country. Boston's got limited space for that too. Yeah, it's kind of wild. Yeah, I, it is. Um San That's Fran- also where I, I will say I'm not a big logistics person. So the idea of running one of these places yeah. or making it ch- like those are kind of thank you for your service people because I am for sure. I can't imagine trying to wrap my head around improving an airport yeah. or making it run or, or like if you feel like like, like let's say you know TWA goes out of, you know goes out of business or yeah like like Pittsburgh's another one I used to manage revenue for a hotel at the Pittsburgh airport and. They're doing like twenty percent of the business they used to. So when that stuff starts contracting and you yeah. get less flights coming in, that's think of all the other cottage industries around an airport. Right, it's crazy. Um, that said, it sounds like Kansas City's not good. Yeah, yeah. San Francisco. Let's let's get to that one. It was very polarizing. Um, Golf and whiskey says between weather delays, airport runway construction, and Bart, which will leave you with Hep C or mugged. I have written SFO <laughs> off. Poosh Daddy conversely said he loves the chowder and pizza there. Um, Tim Rittenhouse said, worst possible rental car experience. Land at 1 p.m. You're at your rental car by 4.15. Tram feels like you're in San Diego by the time you get there. Uh, Best bar at Delta Gates is good, though. Get my girl Carol. She's sarcastic, talkative grandma, and makes a bitching Bloody Mary. Kind of all over the board. Listen, I'll give you the first word. You you live there. I golf and whiskey... Uh, I agree with the Hepsi comment on Bart. <laughs> you probably want to avoid that. But SFO is, has good lo- like proximity to San Francisco, so it's always easy for me to get from the city to the airport uh, from an, in an Uber for like 25 bucks, which is great. Um, it depends big time. And it's easy to get in and out. It's got, it's, logistically, yeah. it's well set up. Um, it's a little bit like 
I'll pop no sizzle though. Like if you find with Delta, the terminal's a little claustrophobic. Low ceilings a little bit too. But, the, but then dark. Virgin has a massive terminal, I think one, and then United well, is yeah, a, a mega hub. United hub. Yeah. And I've always loved going through San Francisco. Yeah. I think it's, I think so it's awesome. I, so my judgment's clouded by the but fact I will that I'm in this terminal. sympathize with the rental car situation is bad. I've blown that, that turn to get yeah. back to the rental car place. I've blown that many times. Yeah. And, uh, I would say the yoga room's a highlight. One thing I will say is overrated AF is Harry's. So there's oh, like a yeah. famous restaurant yeah. like down in the, the marina, the marina, and they have an airport restaurant. It's always overcrowded. It's in Terminal 2. It's always overcrowded, and it's not very good, and the service isn't very helpful. So if you're hearing this, Harry's, you stink. I think part of it for me if is Harry's listening. every time I've been to like San Francisco or Phoenix – or LAX, I'm always flying a red eye back. So yeah. it leaves a shitty taste in my True. mouth. True. But, you know, that's where the food could stand out because you're usually – it's 9, 30, 10, and you're slugging some cold beers. Yeah. Probably watching a Thursday night or a Monday night football game. And that's where those guys could shine. And you'd be like, yeah. man, that was a great bar. Like, you know, I hopped on the plane, and like, that was really easy. The, the flight still sucked, but it's always nice to catch a restaurant where you're kind of bummed. It's time to get on the plane. Yeah, exactly. And I don't. I don't, I've taken a lot of red eyes out of San Francisco, and I've never really felt that way leaving yeah. one of those restaurants. I will say, there's some good restaurants in J, at JFK, the international. Yeah. Thing like there, that's one place that I've I've been in restaurants. And I'm like, man, you know what? Like, well, that's Terminal Four. You have to go yeah. on like a a hike <laughs> to get there. But so if you have plenty of time, JFK could be great. I mean, it's like a giant duty-free shopping mall in there. Yeah. Um, All right. Let, let, let's go south to LAX. Uh, it, it stinks. They're perpe- it's perpetually under construction. Yeah, it was a third-world country for quite a while. Yes. But part of the problem too is, like, you have there's no there's no tram between the terminals. You have to take yeah, a get the bus. bus. The bus. Yeah. That that's a which I think is a construction thing. Yeah, I don't like yeah. that at all. Some guy from the refuge, Odd and Odd McSee, says my one redeeming LAX story was witnessing Wanda Sykes get the full feel of wand enhanced security <laughs> measure routine after a couple comments to the TSA foot soldier. <laughs> High comedy at six a.m. That's redeeming. That's, that's great. Redeeming. Good for them. They're yeah. standing up for themselves. And then we'll say the the Tom Bradley International Terminal. That's where we, we flew yeah. out of uh, for Australia. Who's Tom Season Bradley? one. I don't know. It's a good Probably question. A senator, Congressman. He's an airport guy. Yeah. Okay. Airport mogul. Um, <laughs> I you know what like when we were up in in New York finding Newark for your thing I got I got kind of fresh with the security people with the TSA. I'm sure people. that helped your experience. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm it sure was... that was a really good idea. <laughs> was, like I never get frustrated. No, I'm trust with TSA, me. I've talked but... to a lot of people who've done that, and they said it was like the right thing to do. <laughs> like, it, yeah. it was. It led to and I think the a TSA, station enhancement. The TSA people usually need to be taken down a peg too. But the, <laughs> the Jacks They're TSA guys real high and mighty. They, they definitely need to be, are. Yeah. Nine they got of, it all figured out. You need to ten, you need to knock those guys down. Nine, nine out of ten times here in Jacks, you can show up to TSA and they have their shit going. Oh, like they're dude, awesome. Jax is but awesome. then one out of every ten times, you show up like two hours early and you miss your flight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's, I, that's I would true. agree with that. It's been hit or miss in security there. Tom Bradley was an American politician, former police officer. He was he was the former mayor of L.A. Oh, there you go. There you have it. Sounds like a man of the people. Yeah. Uh, let's go to O'Hare. I think there's a lot to be said here. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a lot of takes, but I can't wait to get DJ. Yeah, it's uh, it stinks. I mean, period, point blank. (laughs) I hate you. Hate saying that about your hometown airport, but it's a disgrace. Do you think it's a lax pop? Uh, I think it's just or like they don't care. You know, again, like maybe this is just me getting older and like chippier and 
less patient, but it just seems like all these fucking airports are just so overcrowded now. Yeah. Like there's just yeah. no room for anything. I think and, O'Hare too, you have the winter element. Yeah, well that's hard yeah. too. Yeah, you're just mega delayed all the time. Yeah. Security line the security lines in O'Hare are the worst in the country I've ever seen. Yeah. And I consistently. Think Midway yeah. was actually the worst I've ever seen. I, yeah, again, I haven't been to been to Midway in a, in a minute, but the security lines at O'Hare are, are rough. I got in a, a bit of a I was at the end of my rope. I, the last time I flew through there was a very unpleasant experience. Speaking of taking someone to peg down. Uh so you know how you know how you got the big kind of like the grand hallway, like all the ticket counters, and yes. everything, and then everything like kind of like funnels into a security line. It's yeah. not like there's a security like there's not a security line until you get past the pylon thing, you know? Yeah. Until you've broken the plane. Yeah. And so it's everyone kind of like funneling into this pen, and this lady kind of like people getting on a Delta flight waiting yeah. for a Zone Two. Yes, exactly. <laughs> it's like, yeah, dude, exactly. you're not. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. If you're in Zone, zone two, one, you're, you're not you're like the last one. On yeah, the it's like go away. So I was like, end of my rope, long trip, just like fried. I was listening to something on my headphones. I was, I don't know. It's probably like Neutral Milk Hotel or something. I was just that really like on edge and like amped up. And this lady must have thought that I like cut off her whole family. <laughs> Because, like, they were all stressed out. That's the best. You get a lot of that in Chicago, too. A lot of, like, people flying to Orlando. Like the McAllisters. Flying. Yeah. Yeah. yeah this, was, yeah. this was the McAllisters <laughs> flying to France. Did you hear the McAllisters are going out, to France? Shout out Home Alone. Yeah. And <laughs> Just thinking good gas mileage. So there's, like, 15 of them, and they all want to be in the security line at the same time. And apparently I had merged and, like, broken yeah. that group of 15. And so this, this like, young lady just starts yelling. <laughs> She's like, oh, I guess he's just going to go right in front of us. I guess he can't wait. He can't possibly wait for all of us to go through so we can all stay together. And I like flipped my headphones off. And you guys know me. I don't do, usually do this. Flip my headphones off and like drop my bags. <laughs> and I was like, here, go ahead. Everybody go ahead of me. Like you're going you're gonna to save 90 seconds. You know, not even that. You're going to say 40 seconds. Immortality there. They <laughs> yeah. take it. It's yeah, yours. Take it. It's yours. I love it when people are running late for their flight and, and they try to, they try to, they're like, yo, man, I'm, I, you know, I got like a, we're boarding in like five minutes. So yeah. I'm going to miss my flight. If you, if you're like, yo, dude, just show up at the airport early. Yeah. I, I, I usually help those I people I try to help out. those I'm people like, out too. I've been there. That's, yeah. So, so the problem with O'Hare then is, so I make this big, yeah. s- big scene because she had made a big scene. I wasn't making a big scene. But, she kind of like jams her baseball hat like down over her eyes as she's going past me and like is not proud of what she had just done. <laughs> did not expect the kid to, to did, chip did back. Did you hit her in the snake line? So then we're going, going the snake line. The snake so, line? So, so like there's sad. like, there's like 15 yeah. snakes and we keep going past. The first time she doesn't say anything. She's still like running real hot and I got the king of carrot flowers just back in the headphones. Yeah. And uh, the second time we snaked, she goes, hey, uh, I'm sorry. Like, I, I As was, you're moving away, I'm sorry. Was, she's like, really big of her. she's like, hey, I'm sorry. I was like, I, I was that was a really bitchy thing to do. Like, I just I haven't been sleeping very much. And I'm just like really stressed out. And I was like, you need to get more sleep then. Whoa, <laughs> maybe maybe you should sleep. Yeah. on this I was flight. like, maybe you should get some sleep. So then you, then you snaked again. Yeah, and we snaked again. And there was and silence. Okay. Yeah. And I look, I'm not, I'm not there to get. And I, the guy behind me, I was kind of like looking at for some support from him as kind of like a dude. Like, can you believe? Can you believe thing? this? And he's like, hey, man. We're all just trying to get to where we're going. <laughs> oh Listen, that's a, for sure. That's a good point. But it's over. And and by the way, after letting her go through and even like 
snaking and everything, I still got like to the other side before her, which was kind of proving my point that yeah. like, you know, it doesn't matter. It's all yeah. gonna it's all gonna even out. Got a few. Uh, speaking of positives, thanks for, for letting me get that off my chest. Yeah. <laughs> got a few. Uh, if she's recommendations I, I for Tortoise Frontera by uh, Rick Bayless. Skip Bayless is more more talented <laughs> brother. Um, Jason Pyyc, who's one of our favorites on Twitter, also said. Just, O'Hare is just a truly disgusting place. That, that was how he summed it up. Um, all right, let's go I, to. I like. I will. I will say the the O'Hare version of the jungle, the uh, you know the long LED crazy yeah. LED lights where they're playing the Gershwin music and and you go on the moving sidewalks. I think that's kind of cool. I would add with O'Hare. Shout out to Terminal One. My I don't have a ton of takes on the airport itself, but the proximity and ways to get to the city it's not close it's not good <laughs> no it's like, not I've good. taken the train i've taken yeah. a car and both of them have been really stressful and crappy experiences yeah it's like closer to my parents house yeah. like yeah. an hour and a half outside the city than it is to no, that, I didn't, yeah. uh, that, that, and that clouds my for sure listen it feels it, yeah, yeah well the only the only time i've ever <clears throat> lost luggage has only been twice and both times have been through o'hare not good yeah so not good um you mr know, mr Neil o'hare Quick, if you're listening <laughs> Quick summation of NYC airports. Well, Quick I, I think that they've. Uh, I mean, they're not great. Uh, I do. They think all that stink. It's, it, it, well, a lot of it depends on where you're coming from. Like, if I'm going from Brooklyn to Newark, a lot of it depends on the plane conditions as well. It does. <laughs> if the weather's uh, good, New, I don't you know, New, really. Newark is really difficult tough to get to if you're coming from. Manhattan. BK to Newark is a tough. Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> it's a tough. LaGuardia is easy yeah. to get to, and I find that it's the most manageable of the three, even though it's been like an overclouded, claustrophobic type yeah. airport, and they're going to improve that. So it's like my thing I hate the most about that airport, they're going to change. So I'm hopeful that that's going to make it the best. JFK, it's tough to complain when you can fly from JFK to literally anywhere in the world. <laughs> so it's probably the most um, – like worldwide airport, and like, you can go to the Flushing Pigeon Pub before. No, no that's Laguardia. That's Laguardia. That's LaGuardia? Yeah, yeah, it's by Laguardia. No, the Sky it. Club at JFK is. A and if you're coming from Manhattan, for all. <laughs> it's really easy to get from Manhattan. Not so much from where I am in Brooklyn, but from Manhattan, from Penn Station to JFK on a, on the Long Island Railroad, and then the air train is really easy. So like if, but it's kind of like you know this with the New York public transit. Yeah, it's very intimidating. So yeah. you kind of like need a, somebody to show the way. Well, and they've been doing a good job of that. Yeah. I, I, last couple of times I've been to Newark, there's always someone on hand like, where are you going? Hit this yeah. button. Take this train. Transfer here. That and makes... once you do that once from yeah. Penn Station to JFK, you're like, oh, that was really easy yeah, exactly. like, to get from the west side of Manhattan. Yeah. I think the other thing with LaGuardia is it matters which airline you're flying. Because it does. Like Fram Shirley said, that airport sucks, but the the – Southwest American Air Terminal there is is the single worst terminal in the entire country. But Delta is out of LaGuardia, I think. Is, They're investing like a, a lot shuttle. of money in there. Yeah, yeah, and it's great. So so I think, again, it definitely depends on what terminal you're going out of. Uh, JFK, though, is like you're at the bazaar at the United Nations or something. Like you've got the Hasidics going back. Yeah. They're going home. You got I think every trap drawer on you bring up the Hasidics well, at mean, some point. That's his neighbors. Well they go hard. I mean they're always at JFK though. Like they are I just don't understand why it's so fucking hard to get to LaGuardia and JFK from Manhattan. Is that just because the taxi union doesn't I think it's just well, hard no, to it's get just anywhere. hard to get anywhere in a taxi. That's why I'm saying with JFK you gotta take public transit. You gotta commit to learning how to get there. 
And I wouldn't take the subway because, like, the E train at JFK is going to take a long time. It'll take you there. But you got to go to the Long Island Railroad, yeah. which people don't – you don't know how to do that, right? Like, sure. Exactly. But if you did, it'd be 10 bucks, and you'd get there in under, like, 45 minutes. It's I, great. I thought this was a good take from your roommate, Jerry Bell. The Southwest American Terminal at LaGuardia is the worst in the U.S. and comparable to regional airports in Cuba on both a food and amenity standpoint. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was who it was yeah, yeah savage and then somebody said look LaGuardia has the sweet aroma of jet fuel and Auntie Anne's that's, <laughs> that's a great take pretty good take that's a very good take uh, can we talk about the main event yeah I think that's this is the one that kind of uh, got it all started Denver Denver so I, I would put Denver in the, the pro column I have had a lot of good yeah. experiences flying into Denver I always get quite a thrill going proximity to, proximity Listen. to the city yeah. terrible Rental but car think, situation, terrible. Well, those, there's reasons for all this. But on but a subjective basis, Denver is awesome. Laundering yeah. federal money through a private entity so you can build an apocalyptic presidential <laughs> bunker underneath, awesome. <laughs> Truly awesome. Statue out front, yeah. awesome. The murals with the red eyes. New World Order artwork in the baggage claim and the ticketing area. Fucking awesome. The, the swastika layout from space, from above. not so awesome. Yeah, we're, um, out, we're out on that. Jer- Jerry also said, should be a better airport, but due to redacted, it's three hours from town. Food, <laughs> options, food <laughs> options are decent, but spread out. Um, but I, I will say, it's always, um, like, you always have to take a train and then three escalators. Yes. And then, a um, like, two moving sidewalks that only go 20 feet each. But talk then, about an inspiring atrium. It looks like a you know a circus. I feel like I'm at the circus. Yeah, yeah, but I like that. It's the worst. High ceilings, high ceilings, guys. Jonathan Wall uh, of Golf.com said, "You can read War and Peace from the time you enter the airport property to your arrival at the terminal. Security lines were designed by a toddler and may be the most inefficient on the planet. Yeah, security stinks there for sure. It's just one big room that it's like, yo, everybody just gets funneled in. Well, I think there's a couple secret members only security. Well, that's what they're saying. Yeah." Refugee C Nasty said, <laughs> "Shout out to C Nasty." I'm not gonna Fuck lie, the, the level of affection for the Denver airport on here is downright shocking. This is my least favorite airport in, in America. I will second that Sydney's airport is a disgrace. We're back to Denver. No legitimate airport is nearly in a different state than its namesake. Although the train from Union Station is a pleasure, I legitimately thought I might make it to Wyoming before I reached the airport. The TSA process is a joke. They throw everyone all together in one giant atrium and let the fittest survive. Any weaklings are tossed aside and eaten by their own. It's the airport equivalent of the Donner Party. The dining options (laughs) are absolutely terrible, and one often needs to go to a different level to find something suitable. Not good. Oh, that's that's my problem. Every time I go there, like the few good options there are, there's always like a 20 minute line to get. Yeah, true. Well, C Nasty doesn't think like he's going to thrive under the new but world order. I would say a couple things. Denver, it's it's like why does O'Hare stink? I think it's because Americans headquartered there. Denver, guess who's no, Americans headquartered, headquartered in O'Hare. Dallas? No, I United. United's headquartered. Oh well, no wonder they stink. <laughs> Good take. But I think Denver, <laughs> Frontier. Where was I? So, like, that's like the home airport Frontier. Right. That's got to have something to do it's with it. It's also a big United and United. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. You're making my point. Well, you know what? So, it was built in, like, 1995, right? 
uh, yeah. 94, well, in the 95. show, in the in the iPod or the the podcast notes, we should put in a, a few articles if people okay. want to read we up should, on. Yeah, give give the people put some literature yeah. in people. Literally, <laughs> just so everybody is on the same page. The gas I, mask. I one hundred percent believe that the presidential bunker, if there was a nuclear war or nuclear holocaust, is located underneath, underneath the Denver yeah. airport. Well, and there's and all there's sorts. A, I, of... I could go through a whole list of reasons yeah. why. Yeah. But if you go in there, it even feels that way because. Like we're talking about Sky Harbor and Phoenix being claustrophobic. Denver's the exact opposite. It's like they were just flush with money. And well, they like overbuilt these like wide atriums. Yeah, I think the budget was like one point two billion and if you it look cost out, four billion. If you look out at the runways and everything, there's these giant Well only only twenty five they so used all this extra fill dirt. The the area of the airport is like the actual right. property is like twice the size. It's the largest airport in the country by land area. But if you look at the map from above, only 25% of that land area is used for the airport. So there's like these three quadrants of land that are just like outlined in a fence, but there's nothing there. You know why? Because there's something underneath it. <laughs> well, there's a whole thing. If you if you read the literature, yes. I don't want to try I've to... I've spent days of my life. We've read all the literature. Form. I don't want to try to, to rephrase it, but there's a lot... Basically, in the blueprints, there's all these like massive... Atriums that just don't exist yes. in the in the actual building, and they're like, "Where did all this stuff go?" And they're like, "Oh yeah, we use that's like underground. Like we use that like that's like storage." <laughs> and they're like, "Oh okay, sweet." <laughs> I guess they have a, a ton more fuel than they need to there. Like they have all this; their tanks are just chock full of jet fuel. Well, it just makes too much sense to me for all the reasons that Denver's on the high plane and it's a safe place. And um, I didn't know this; it's mounted over a time capsule. Yeah. That was sealed. Yeah. It's to be opened in 2094. Yeah. And can we, can we might have to bring up the Bronco statue. Out the front. blue eyes? Yeah. The no, devil, red eyes. The, the devil. The blue horse with the bright they red eyes. They killed its sculptor. It sculpt- fell on the sculptor. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Oh, the guy yeah. died after he made it. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. It, it fell like, on him. fell and then... on him and he, he died. Yeah. And then they like kept it. But I, I, guess, I guess every time I go <laughs> the in there. The Bronco. The bucking think, Bronco. All right. This place was built 20, 25 years ago. It feels so outdated. When you're in there, yeah, it feels a little old. And there's just crappy food. Like it, it's like it's like a food court at a mall, but with all just crappy options. I always feel except uh, for that marketplace that Shipnuck said, but there's always a 45 minute line. Yeah, in that place. There, that's one of the places, and maybe it's just again my own experience. But I, what always bums me out the most when I'm at airports is when like when you bear like you know we're all able bodied, you know, young men. Uh, making a connection between flights, even like it can get tough for us. You know, we're sprinting, we're jogging, whatever. When you see old people, who are, I'm like, dude, you don't have a fucking chance. <laughs> There's no way you're making that plane. Are you joking? And like, I see a lot. Listen, of that. I'll let you off the plane first. But I, I think yeah, you got no shot. I see yeah. a lot of that in Denver, where it's just a lot of people like. <gasps> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, dude, you get, you still got like a quarter mile to go. I, I think dog. the biggest thing with Denver too is like, you know, you fly in there and you know you've got another. 45 minutes on a good day into town. Yep. Yeah. You know, and you're usually going to the rental car place yeah. and that's, a that's whole another five yeah. miles away. Uh, Dulles. We fly through there quite a bit. So I believe I'm quoting Tron Carter, but Hans Gruber, it's a shame he failed and blown that place. Yeah. Up. <laughs> <laughs> Die hard. So the, the thing I love Die about too, Dulles though, well, a, it's in the middle of nowhere, but B, there's always those two 767s sitting there yeah. that they Just use the, for like with the go CIA black ops and stuff. Really? Yeah. 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 They, they're, they're always flying through Romania 
on the way to Afghanistan, taking like contractors and stuff over there. And they're just sitting out on the runway. They're just sitting there. There's two like of on, them, like gray, yeah, like Omni International yeah. ones. Yeah. <laughs> um, Lou Brown offered this about Dulles too. He said, "If you like airplanes or just cool museums and have a decent layover at Dulles, take the shuttle to the nearby Udvar Hazy Center, the annex for the National Air and Space Museum." Super cool and doesn't take that long. Perfect for killing a couple of hours instead of just binging on five guys and, and cheap beer. Um, yeah, Miami, I had vitriol on that. Um, Joe Fickett actually chimed in here. Um, haven't read the whole thread, but a cursory search for Miami does not reveal much much vitriol, which is disgraceful. It's among the worst airports on earth easily, and even more so if you angered the gods enough that, that, you, that they require you to board the plane at one of the D gates, which are outside on a breezeway at 100 plus degrees and 90% humidity, 130 decibels of jet engine noise, diesel and jet A fumes, enough to make your head swim, and not a friendly person to help you with for what seems like miles in any direction. I'm yeah. vigorously nodding here. Yeah, no, no golf trips to Miami. In the, yeah. in and Fort Lauderdale's just as bad because it's like spirits big big hub um phoenix stinks we already said that um yeah they don't need it we don't even need any more yeah. time at phoenix they they self-awarded themselves friendliest airport in the country i just don't understand how it's like that it's it's There's somewhat no way it's somewhat near the Sucks. city and yet like the, the rental car place is miles away you know what might be in the friendliest uh <clears throat> friendliest airport in the country was burlington vermont did you fly out of that uh-uh. or, or out. you had to drive back I drove back yeah spoiler alert that's yeah you can see it in strap too. Yeah. Um, Philadelphia. I think this is my vote for Phil- Philadelphia and Miami are my votes for worst airports in America. They're kind of your your aces. I've in the never deck. been to Philly, but I, but based on the feedback, it Jim seems Gal like said, "Well, it's really close to the city, so that you think that would be a selling point." But he said the Philly airport is a disjointed, haphazard labyrinth, seemingly optimized for the purpose of causing the maximum amount of confusion and inconvenience. I fly back and forth from there just about every week, and I marvel at how sloppy and inefficient it is. I wish I had deep enough pockets to build an airport to compete with it, maybe over in Camden. Um, <laughs> and then and then a ton of people said they drive an extra half hour to BWI instead of flying out of Philly. Huge. So And they have leaky parking garages. Oh, that's no good. Yeah. Um, let's see here. Toronto got some hate, but conversely... Jerry said, um, five minutes out of the city on an island, if you fly in on Porter Airlines, they have <laughs> Toronto City Airport, a.k.a. the William. He says it's the best airport in the world. If you fly Porter, most of the food there is free. It's a wild and charming place, and it's the most Canadian thing you can ever imagine. That's a good tip. Yeah. I would love to do that. I've never heard, I've never heard of it. So and there's, like, there's like an underground tunnel that takes you under Lake Ontario to the city, too. <sighs> Infrastructure. Check that out. So, um, and then you know, going. I think international. That's we got a little bit of that from Sally earlier, but that's just a totally separate podcast. Right. I will say that I've heard from a lot of the Australian caddies that Sydney Airport is, is absolute stain on humanity. <laughs> <laughs> like, if you ever go to Australia and you're going to Melbourne, like fly direct into Melbourne. Do not fly to Sydney and then get on a connection to Melbourne. Um, that's a good tip. So there you go. All right, what well, let's let's cap it there, should we? What's closing thoughts? Tron, we'll give we you the should. last. We'll give you the last word. Quote Neil. Uh, the CAD says, who's a regular on the refuge, said, "I thought I'd give you some international perspective." He always kind of rips 
the US, which is, is fine. Yeah. So he lives over in the UK, but he said, as a general comment, your airports are fucking terrible. To put it another way, the rest of the world has moved on so far that it's painful to have to fly through the US. It feels like a third world country now by comparison to the Southeast Asia or the Middle East. They have been making some efforts to, to upgrade the, the, the bigger hubs, but it's still shit compared to Singapore, Hong Kong, Bangkok, and Dubai. The biggest issue is an attitudinal one. Most places now see airports as a kind of entertainment hub. Restaurants, bars, shops, hotels, cinemas, they all fill time with things you can do while you transfer. The U.S. still sees them as a shed to hold lots of angry people. You can barely get a Hudson News and a Wendy's. The only thing I'd say back to that is it's a lot easier to have one or two awesome airports in Singapore. Or right. It's harder. We just went over at least 25 airports across right. the U.S. That's true. There's just a lot more of them. Yeah. And they, it seems like these were all built in the 50s, 60s, and they've basically outgrown the cities. Have I think that's them. the issue. Yeah. And a lot of this is like, and not to, not that it's a, you know, make it political or whatever, but like an infrastructure plan would be like a hey that'd be huge, cool but airports huge boom i, I, to I guess my that. problem with with that with that being the reality though is airports are money makers for for cities like mm-hmm. it's like invest in your airport and yeah the business climate gets better the the you know it's more efficient for your people to fly in and out it's it, you know there's nothing more there's nothing that sends more of a message that your city's declining or yeah that's a good take than than having a bad airport yeah a bad or sick airport we don't like those. Well, guys, that was a thrill. I feel like I feel like a weight's been lifted off of my <laughs> shoulders. I'm actually flying out of Jacksonville yeah. in about right three now. hours. Yeah. Two hours. Three hours. Three hours. And uh, I'll be flying into LaGuardia. So I will, you know, I'll Let probably know. look at it a little bit differently. Yeah. And I'll send maybe I'll send back a couple pics. And you know, a lot of people are probably gonna be listening to this while they while they travel for Christmas. Yeah. So I got a lot of travel coming up. You know. Yeah. But that's a blessing. And you know what? I've gone clear. So <laughs> we need to talk about clear. It's too much free advertising. I know. Well, guys, thanks for uh, guys. That was a pleasure. Thank yeah. you. Let's... And thanks to Mizzen and Maine as well. That's right. Mizzenmaine.com. Cheers. Cheers. Rock on. Right on my waistline is where I kept that strap I remember nights, I didn't remember nights I damn near went crazy, I had to get it right Now I'm your favorite rapper's favorite rapper Hey, Now I'm your favorite trapper's favorite trapper The absolute truth, yeah, no joke Who